This is The Rundown, presented by The Runner Washington. Featuring Alex McIntyre and Kyle Paulson. Now, here is your host, the runner Washington himself, Keenan Gray. Welcome back to the rundown presented by the runner Washington here on SoundCloud. Alex McIntyre will not be joining us today. Today, you only will get Kyle Paulson and, of course, Keenan Gray, myself, here on the Rundown Podcast. Fortunately, Alex has got a family emergency, so he couldn't be able to make it today. But we still have a very exciting show for you all to enjoy. Yasin Germali, a graduate of Camas High School in 2017, and, of course, running for Gonzaga University. He will join us momentarily. But just before we get into that interview, some of you have noticed a post recently that I put on the Runner Washington, and it said, Run with Idaho. Well, after discussing and thinking about this for quite a while, I have decided, since there's no cross country going on in Washington this fall, that I will be heading over to Idaho for a couple meets to cover some races in the Potato State. Again, it's something that I, I think is going to be a great opportunity for me. And of course, it's going to be a great opportunity for the runner Washington to go explore another state other than Washington and see what kind of other talent is like in Idaho. Kyle, Idaho is particularly not known as a, as a distance running powerhouse state, but there are some pretty good runners that have come out of the state of Idaho in the past. Oh, yeah, they've got a great national contender, uh, Nathan Green, who's just been phenomenal the last couple of years. I think he broke 4.10 in the indoor mile this last winter. Um, and they've got teams that have been pushing it that have been top 10 at the Nike Cross regional race at the, the Boise meet. Um, teams like Mountain View, uh, Rocky Mountain, and others. So, you know, it's, it's a good state, and they're on the rise. And, of course, on the girls' side, some of you might recognize his name, Lexi Holiday, who I believe will be running for Stanford this fall or perhaps somebody else I can't quite remember maybe it's Colorado or something I know she's running for a big time school uh outstanding individual almost completed the four peat last fall um but was defeated by another runner I believe from Mountain View of um but great another great athlete that's come through the state of Idaho and again hopefully I get to see more of that this fall and my first opportunity will be to go to Sandpoint this Friday at a dual uh, a quad dual meet uh, Sandpoint will be hosting at Travers Park up in northern Idaho. That's awesome. Do you know who's going to be there? I believe it's Sandpoint. Of course, Sandpoint's hosting it. Um, Lake City, maybe Coeur d'Alene, and I can't remember the other specific school that will be there. But then I was looking at other meets to attend, and a lot of the big-time meets are in southern Idaho. So I'm currently in Spokane, and that's going to be like an eight-hour drive for me if I wanted to go down to Southern Idaho and check out those meets, but I'm looking forward to it. I think the big invite I'll hit up is the Cardinal classic, which takes place at, I believe it's sugar Salem high school in Southern Oregon, like right on, right basically on the tip of the Eastern corner 
southeastern corner, almost by Wyoming. I so kind of wonder if we're going to see any runners try from Washington or any other state kind of compete on a, a club or unattached. I mean, I've had questions, and I've had questions asked that to me, but I'm not quite sure as to if mm. that's going to be allowed by schools. Because especially, I mean, if kids are going to be able to do that, I don't want them to. We don't want them to get in trouble, especially their coaches, because that's a case of scenario where the WIA then gets involved, and that, that it's just not good. So that's not pretty. Yeah, check with your coaches, check with your AD before you do anything silly. But the main reason we are here today, joining us, is Yasin Germali. He is. From Camas High School, graduated in 2017, now running for the Zags. He was the 2016 WIA 4A state champion, and he kindly joins us here on the rundown. Yasin, how's it going, man? What's up, guys? Doing well. Good. Yasin, you guys just came back from Flagstaff a couple days ago, so talk about that experience, even though there's not going to be a cross-country season this fall. Yeah, I know. Like you said, there was about, um, I want to say, 10 or 11 of us in Flagstaff. Uh, from our team and um, yeah it was great training uh, I know it's kind of known around the running community as one of the best places to run uh, in the world actually so um, but yeah so we I mean throughout kind of ju- uh, June July and August you know we we prepared um, you know we were ready for a season um, and then you know even when the news came out you know our team was staying pretty positive so uh, we're, we're happy to get in good training up there and hopefully continue down here with the rest of the team. What did you like seeing from the guys down there? I mean, you got Kyle Radosevich, Riley Moore, the WCC freshman of the year, also a Richland alum, uh, Peter Hogan, Bishop Lanchette alum. What did you like from seeing those guys and training down there with them? And, of course, James Morara of Lincoln High School. Yeah, I mean, I think you just mentioned kind of like four perfect guys because it's like you have, um, you know, on one end, you know, even though Riley had a lot of success as a freshman, you know, you had Riley and Kyle um, just kind of, I think being around older guys and they're, I mean, both of those guys are really talented. Um, we even had Miles Bach down there who uh, he redshirted his, uh, his freshman year as well. Um, yeah, no, I think it was, I think it was great for those guys to just, you know, learn from Peter and, and James. And I think all the rest of the I think the rest of the group down there were probably majority in their going in their fourth or fifth year. So I think um, just us living together and it was pretty laid back and, you know, they see how, how simple training can be for even all region guys like James and, and Peter. Was uh, Philip Fishburne there with you guys? No, Phil was not, uh, he wasn't there with us. He was uh, actually in kind of our, our second biggest group, I could say in this, in the summer here, uh, just back in Spokane. Uh, they had some good training too. Awesome. And for those I don't know, Philip Fishburne is a Kamiakin alum. So that's why Kyle nice. is asking about him right there. Cause Kyle had a chance to coach him a little bit, but y'all see uh, when you when you found out the WCC canceled the fall season, not just for cross country, for all sports, what was your initial reaction? Um, honestly, you know, it's like, I mean, it is, uh, I, one thing I can say is, um, I mean, it, it sucks, uh, but it also, I think kind of helps us out. I mean, we're, we're used to a season, you know, getting canceled, you know, obviously our spring getting canceled. So, you know, that hit, um, and that shock, I don't think was as big. Um, but, you know, it's still devastating. And, I mean, we had, we, I feel like we, we had a good team um, going into this year and um, a lot of returners from last year's uh, effort at Colfax to, to make the national. And, um, you know, we had, I mean, uh, and we, we were saying it uh, a lot throughout the spring, you know, in the, and last fall, you know, we wanted our revenge. Um, so, you know, it's a bit tough, but, you know, more important things, I feel like, 
you know, safety. And so I think everybody kind of understands that. And um, from what I can see, I mean, we've, uh, our whole team has been together in Spokane now for probably about two days. And, you know, guys are still staying, staying really positive um, right now. And, you know, the good thing is running is pretty simple. And all you got to do is just get fit. So we'll, we'll be ready for our next chance, I, I feel like. Now, you had only one opportunity to run last year, and that was at the Nutty Comb Invitational because you dealt with injury for the entire season. What did yeah. you take away from that one race, but also being the guy because you knew you could have been probably in that top seven and potentially helped the Zags get to an NCAA the championship berth? Yeah, I mean, at the time, you know, our, our team was in kind of a weird spot, I would say. You know, like, obviously, yeah, I like was coming back from an injury that I was dealing with in the summer um, at Nutty Comb. You know, we – we we wanted points. Uh, we went there, and I think we I think we got a couple points. In the Colas system is so confusing, but we beat a lot of good teams. And um, yeah, I think from that race, you know, I I kind of learned um, the year before was our first appearance ever in school history at Wisconsin. It wasn't the Nutty coming by, but it was the pre nationals. And um, that day, too, we we proved uh, in 2018 we we earned our first national ranking, and I think we earned our um, our first national ranking of the season that day as well at Nutty Comb. So, um, and, and we still, uh, both days we didn't, we felt like we didn't, or we didn't feel like we ran perfect, uh, either of the days, but I think it was great both of those days for our school to, to show that we could run, um, at a big stage, um, like that, like that. Uh, so I would say it was, it was a big step to, to perform well, as well as we did at WCCs and, and conference or WCCs and, uh, regionals later that year. And, Cassex that we couldn't prove it on nationals, but I think the team's heading in the right direction. When you <clears throat> excuse me, when you were down in Colfax, how big of a day was it? Even though the Zags didn't qualify for NCAs, but you got people from all over Spokane coming down to watch these guys run the best race of their lives. Yeah, no, that was really fun. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, we'll, if you go back, I feel like a couple weeks before the race, I think we had a really good conference race and our team was still training pretty hard at the time as well. It sucks. Cause that was, I kind of got my, um, my, like my season ended right. I got the imaging back right before conference. And so that was a little bummer there, but we were so happy to see a bunch of guys in the top 20. James, I think got, uh, when I messed it up, I think he got fourth place. Um, so many guys did well. And then going into Colfax, uh, the, the big talk in the locker room was, uh, you know, obviously it's been such a big goal since, you know, even before my time for Gonzaga to reach the national meet. And I think our highest uh, finish in school history was ninth um, for that, but we knew we were a lot better than that. So we said that the big, the big thing was, Hey, let's go out there and get at least seventh. Let's not do worse than seventh. Um, but sixth should probably get us in. And, um, and then that day, you know, we got sixth. The team was, was really happy and we kind of joke about it every now and then because we, we celebrated a little, a little too early, uh, but we were, we were all pretty sure that we were going to make it um, because like I said, the, the talk in the locker room uh, by our coaches was like, let's get sixth and that should get us in. But um, as you know, Keenan, I think uh, a lot of things went wrong for us uh, on the external factor end and pretty much everything that could have gone wrong, honestly, uh, to, for us to not make it. But honest, I, I think that's, that was still one of the great days in Gonzaga history to see so many guys run. Uh, 10k really well at the end and just knowing that we can do it you know I think our team's so always so hungry but you know so every now and then you have to prove it I think that day we proved that we were one of the best in the west and and earned a lot of respect from teams Yasin Girmali 
Gonzaga runner, Camus alum, state champion, joins us here on The Rundown. Yasin, what can we see from this incoming freshman class, particularly Will Smith, who was last year's 4A state champion, and Stanford Smith, Cooper Laird of Inglemore, and then a couple of Bishop Lanchette guys and Michael Lewis and Nikki DiMartino. What can we expect from these guys coming into the program? Um, I think it's gonna, they're going to be great. I think every year uh, we get a little bit better on, on how to kind of take care of the freshman class and make sure that they um, kind of a, a adapt to the training. I mean, you mentioned Will. What an unbelievable recruit he is. Uh, I mean, it was, it was amazing to get uh, James when I going into my sophomore year. You know, that we kind of shocked the nation there by getting the Brooks BR champion. But I think uh, almost just as much, you know, 10th place at NXN. Um, you know, state champion, he was probably going to go on to do some crazy stuff in the track season if they had a season. Um, so, you know, and then all the other guys, uh, we actually keep up with each other as a team for the most part over uh, over email. So, uh, I mean, all those other guys are putting in the work. They're staying super consistent. And, uh, I mean, I don't know many of them well yet because uh, you know, we know I've seen I, – I met them on all their visits and we only spent a couple of days together. But they're, they look like a pretty excited group and a fun group. So, I think uh, all those Blanchette boys, uh, Cooper, Aiden Boggin from uh, Las Vegas – um, all those guys, uh, including Will as well, are going to do really well. Now, looking back on your own high school day, we've already mentioned you've won a state championship yourself. But before we talk about your individual piece, I want to go back to this last fall. Your school was able to win their first ever state cross-country state championship as a team. Now, I know you guys were down there to watch Will, of course, Cooper and the Blanchett boys and Kamayakin. But how cool is it to see a program that's known for having great individuals but it hasn't got over the cusp of winning a team title. Yeah, no, I think it's great um, what they did. I mean, what those guys did was amazing. Um, I remember, you know, when I came in as a uh, – I actually transferred to Camas High School as a sophomore. But when I came in, you know, we – I think the highest place before that um, in the 4A race, because Camas used to be a 3A school not too long before I got there, was about 14th, and then we made the huge jump to about 6th place. and then. I think we might have repeated, like we, so like we hovered around that fifth and sixth place range um, up through my senior year. I think even like, uh, obviously I had that low stick one point and then uh, Daniel Maton was in, uh, had eighth place, but we still only got fifth and we, we missed the podium. We, I mean, I know we wanted the podium so bad. Um, and it, and I remember at, uh, I used to talk amongst like the other senior guys who I'm still great friends with to this day and say like, man, like, I don't know what the team's going to be like after we're gone. You know, we, we kind of had our doubts, but, you know, what an amazing job our coach has done to get even better. I think the next year they got like fourth and then they got second, I, I, want, I want to say. And then to, to obviously win this, this past year was amazing. That's uh, a huge accomplishment. And I think, I think it's uh, kind of shows the, the great culture that, that has been built over the past few years, not, not by me, but by those guys. And you've had two of your teammates currently right now come to Gonzaga, Jackson Lyon and David O'Connell. Yeah. What's that been like running with them? It seems like you, they don't want to leave you at all, and they're just running with <laughs> you again. Yeah, no, I think they're just following me around. You know, it's uh, – no, I'm kidding. But, it, yeah, no, it's been super fun. Um, it doesn't even – honestly, like, it's, it's kind of weird to think that we've been running together now for – I mean, with David, it's been going on seven years now, and then Jackson was that very next year, so – 
I, I'm doing my best to help those guys out and they help me out as well. I think, you know, we're always uh, supporting each other, um, trying to get the best out of each other. And um, it's been super fun watching them. I think both those guys were pretty similar. They, they made huge breakthroughs in their, uh, in the spring of their senior year um, to, to help them, you know, get, get uh, some good opportunities um, that did, that were also, you know, aside from Gonzaga to run in college. So it's been super fun and I can't wait to, to I've heard some good things about their training. They both, they both actually stayed in Spokane this summer. So I'm super excited to see what they do uh, the next time they get to put on the jersey. And then a couple individuals from that state championship campus team, Sam Geiger, and then the younger brother of Hallie and Emma Jenkins, Evan mm-hmm. Jenkins. What, what have you seen from those two just, and of course you probably just watched them one time at the state meet, but what has impressed yeah. you so far about those two guys? Yeah, no, I think Sam, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of known Sam for a while now. I, I, I was keeping up with him in middle school. He was running some, some great stuff in middle school and we knew that he was going to come in, um, to campus right after I left. Uh, and, and he made an immediate impact, uh, right away. You know, he's, he's done really well over anything from 800 meters to, to 5k. And then Evan Jenkins as well. Um, I, I don't know him as well. As, as I probably should, but I'm, I know I'm, I'm watching from afar and, and he, um, I, I, he was, he was top 10, right. At, at the state meet, and, but he, yeah, I think he'll, he'll have a pretty, you know, nice career. Like, you know, his older sisters did, they have a really nice family, really great running family. So, um, yeah, I think the future is bright for, for Camus. So taking you back to 2016, you win a state championship, what was that feeling like? And again, you were training with another great runner in Daniel Maton. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a really fun season. Um, I remember my junior, had a, I had a great sophomore season uh, for cross country. It was like kind of my first state meet. I think I got 26th place, but it was huge because my freshman year, I was like nowhere near even probably the top 15 of, of my team. So it was, it was awesome. And then my junior year, I kind of had a, a pretty good season where I, I think on, on, a, on a better day at the state meet, I probably could have finished uh, somewhere in the top 10 or 15. Uh, but I had a, a quite the rough one. Um, was somewhere in the 30, I think I got 37th as a junior. And then obviously to come back to my senior year and get first. And then, you know, and we still, we still had a personal best or uh, a team best, I should say, at, at fifth place. Um, that year it was awesome it was it was a great season we had a lot of fun at uh, not only the state meet but the the invites and then uh, it was my first border class right after that my first uh, Nike national meet after that so I I only have uh, but I think again like you said that the state the state title is definitely my best memory from from that season and one of my top memories of high school talk us through the race a little bit and what your mindset was throughout that entire day because obviously winning a state championship can probably be an overwhelming feeling. Yeah. I mean, the big, I mean, that was the big thing. I, we, for the circle on the calendar the whole year um, was just to do well. And I, we, we kind of knew we, we were ready to at least, you know, you know, finish within that top three ish range uh, with, with where we were at uh, competing in the invites um, that day though, I think usually the, the four A race is around two o'clock. Um, so it's a pretty long day. Uh, you know, I feel like on race day, you know, you usually get up early, you know, I, I don't know. I don't remember what time I got up, but it was probably around six or seven to, to shake out. And then you're just, we were just there waiting in the hotel, but, um, you know, I still have some Snapchats from that day, you know, 
that the great thing I love about those uh, a lot of those guys in Camus um, and obviously like uh, Jay Line and David still to this day that I have them on my team is we you know we were always pretty um, light you know during the warm ups or before the race and we were kind of joking around and then the race itself um, one thing I do remember was Amir from WSU kind of uh, took it out really fast he just kind of was following uh, the lead truck for about the first mile. I think we went under, we, we went out probably just under 440. And after that, it was kind of a blur. We kind of went for it. Joe Watson was up there, a great runner. He goes to UW now, Matt Watkins, WSU. Um, yeah, that was, but it was a fun one. And then I remember, I think I took the lead probably with about a K to go uh, coming down the hill and it was awesome. It was awesome just to cross first, so. I think what's more impressive and just looking back at your times, you ran 1921 as a freshman, and then you go and run 1512 as a senior. That's a four-minute progression you just dropped right there. What did you change in your training piece? And this can go for anybody out there that's listening, because you can start off as a 20-minute 5K runner and end up being a state champion by your senior year. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, yeah, like it was definitely a, my, when I came into my. I didn't really run much in middle school. I ran track in middle school, but really not to run, just to kind of be there, and then. My freshman year, I joined the cross country team and I had so much fun. You know, I was like, I was running. I still remember that day I ran 1921. It was at the George Fox Invitational in, in Oregon. And oh, like, I just like just that feeling of, of PRing. I think I PRed by like maybe 40 seconds that day and it was amazing. And after that, you know, I, one thing I will say is I, to, to, I will credit a lot um, my, my older brother who ran five years at the University of Portland uh, helped me out a lot. I, I always had somebody to to run with in the off seasons, and um, and that and it helped me a lot because you know I got hooked on those you know, obviously those feelings of PRing and and even that next track season was awesome. I went to like the Portland Track Fest youth youth meet after the season, and I loved it. And um, I would say the biggest thing is, you know, I I, st- I think I stayed pretty consistent for the most part. I was never. Um, focused on like how many miles I was going to run or forcing a progression. But I just remember, you know, um, obviously the winters are not as bad in, in, in Vancouver, Washington as they are in Spokane. But I was, I think I was, I think that's what set me um, apart for those, uh, those big improvements was I was getting, I was always getting out there just running something uh, every day. Um, I, I don't think I, I rarely uh, missed days that I didn't have to miss at least that weren't, uh, prescribed days off so um that's the big thing i could say is just staying consistent and i really didn't uh, i would say another thing is i didn't really uh, i didn't really envision a progression that i had in high school i i never really said like hey i want to win state by my senior year even if even when i was a junior i didn't really imagine that i could win state it was more so just keep improving so for anybody that would want to you know improve like that i would say just being really consistent and and leaving the the window or leaving the door open for, for any type of progression. You know, you might have a goal in mind, a certain goal, but why not just, you know, get better and you'll, you'll really surprise yourself by the end of it. Now, going back to the piece of how you got into running your dad, well, you're originally from New Mexico, but your dad was a professional runner. Talk about his professional career a little bit and that, how that kind of reflected on you becoming a runner. Yeah, no, obviously I mentioned my, my older brother, but my dad was also a huge influence on me. Um, I think, you know, he, so he is, uh, was born and raised in, in Morocco. 
and then spent a lot of his young adult life, probably from about 18 to about maybe 22 years old in, in Europe, just racing there as a professional, you know, making, making a living. And then uh, he found himself in, uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where he continued to run um, and, you know, obviously starting a family there. And uh, yeah, he, he, he was primary. I mean, he ran everything from, you know, 1500 to, to the marathon. Uh, you know, I would say some of his better times were, were in 27.42 for 10K and uh, I think 2.17 for his first and last only, only marathon. Um, but he, yeah, I think he never really, I think, pushed me to get into running as much as, uh, as, much as I was um, kind of hooked on trying to follow my brother um, in that. And, but then as time went on, I think he started to help me a lot and, and try to give me some, some good pointers, uh, there. And what was always great was it, again, it wasn't, it was never really a metric as far as like what, what I had to do, but I think he taught me a lot of kind of good, I guess you'd say values on, on hard work. So, um, I think that was, it's great to still have that even in my corner to this day to always have somebody to talk about. And he's still in the, he, um, he's still in the running game to this day. I mean, he doesn't run, obviously he doesn't run professionally anymore, but he, um, he's actually a, a manager slash kind of agent for, for a lot of professional athletes uh, from East Africa. So again, he's around that all the time and, and he always has something uh, valuable to say. I feel like so I just, all I have to do is listen. Would you remember a fondest memory of him running at all? I mean, of course you might've been really little to remember him professionally running, but what maybe it was your favorite race ever watching him run? Honestly, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really, I mean, I, I think I was a little bit too young to understand what racing or like kind of what was going on as far as racing goes. But I do remember, you know, when I was younger, just kind of going to training with him and kind of sitting down in on a, maybe on a grass field for, for a few hours just to, to watch him finish his training. So, you know, as time goes on, I kind of learned, I learned something new every, every day, every year about, you know, maybe, maybe a workout that he did or, or, uh, a race that he had that I didn't know about maybe like a random race in, in Europe. But uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I would say fondest memories were probably more so on the training side. I didn't, I didn't really, I don't think I really understood the racing side as much yet. Now your older brother, is it said, am I correct? Uh, Said, Yeah. Saeed, Saeed. Spelled, spelled, spelled like said, but yeah, Said, Yeah. So your brother and recently I just wrote an article about racial injustice and these two young ladies uh, did the 24-24 challenge. Your brother um, kind of put something together with his buddy of his to help raise awareness um, for the same organization that these two girls did. And that was um, for every mile you ran, you um, donated a dollar to the NAACP. Kind of talk about that a little bit and how that made a big impact because that went pretty, uh, that went pretty popular around the States. Yeah, no, that was awesome. I think it was just, it was an idea that he wanted to put out and, and kind of what felt like overnight, he just kind of put it out and he, he got uh, a lot of, um, I guess, kind of messages and some great messages from some pro athletes, uh, great, great collegiate runners just reaching out, wanting to help out. And yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was a great um, kind of thing that he did there. Um, I think the, the other guy was from Santa Clara. But yeah, I thought I think it's it's a great way for I mean the running community as 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 big as as big as it is uh, as big as it seems I should say it, it's a pretty small community and I feel like we can all 
as, as if we can make that small impact, whatever it is, uh, whether it be racial injustice or any type of impact we can make, uh, just as simple as for running miles. I mean, we all, we all love running miles. So I think, uh, I think that was awesome. What do you do? And how many miles did you end up running and of course, raising money? I, yeah, I think I ran about, I think I ran about a 50 mile week that week. I was getting back into it, uh, that week, but we, I, I think I was in Flagstaff already at that point, but yeah, I, I think around about 50 mile a week. And then, yeah. You keep mentioning your brother, Saeed. What's that relationship, that bond you guys have? Cause it seems like it's unbreakable. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, you know, we obviously have a great, great relationship outside of running as well. I think, but I think running has helped kind of cultivate it. Um, we always have that. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty competitive, I, I would say. And I think running, uh, but we try to not, I think we were competitive in a lot of things outside of running more so. And, and then, but we try to keep running as, as more of a supportive relationship. I know he's always the first to, to try to put me in the right direction, uh, try to get me on the right page on, especially on those tougher days um, that I have and, and I'll do that. And I would, and I'll always try to do the same for him. So I think running has been uh, a great, I guess, piece for, for our relationship and, I think it will, it will continue to be that way even when we're done uh, running competitively. Who has the uh, better PRs? Uh, that's, I mean, it's interesting because I would say we're, I mean, we're built pretty differently. Um, I would say I'm definitely, I'm, I'm going to take the, the distances. I think I'm, I think I can take them in probably any this, I think we'll meet in the middle of the 1500. We're still waiting for that matchup. I think it'll happen. Um, and, uh, but he's a great, he was a great, uh, uh, 400, uh, 800 runner in high school, still continued that in college. So I, he's more on the mid D, uh, 800, 1500 meter side. And I'm more of the, I would say 15 all the way up to 10 K right now. Does that conversation come up at all? Like what would be the middle ground race when you guys are oh, working yeah, together yeah, at all? No, or? Yeah. And sometimes it can get heated. It can get heated. I feel <laughs> like, uh, at for over 15, you know, I think that's the, the true battle or even there's some times where, you know, maybe he'll step out and say, man, I can take you in a five as well. And, um, you know, it, but you know, I think, I think the 15 is where we have the true argument and, um, it'll, it would be a battle. I think he has, uh, you know, I, again, I would say I, I'm stronger, but he's, he's faster when it comes to the foot speed. So we would see, we just have to see how that race would unfold and what I would have to do to, to take him out. And of course you guys from the WCC together. So you have to give each other crap once in a while. I mean, the Portland Gonzaga rivalry that it has yeah. to be that way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yasin, before we let you go, there's one thing that every Gonzaga runner has and does, and that is a Pat Tyson impression. Can you give us a Pat Tyson impression if possible? Oh, man. Because um, that's the one thing everyone yeah, yeah. mimics him uh, about. That's the big thing, part of the team. And I apologize. Yeah. If oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, we'll give you, I'll give you one. Yeah, he's um, listening to this. So he, so he kind of has like a little uh, – no, Tyson, yeah, no, Tyson's great, but he'll, I think he'll always talk about, um, uh, you know, kind of what they did at Oregon from anything from what they ate to, to what they, uh, did for training. So, uh, he'll always be like, you know, Steve Prefontaine never did weights. So, you know, I don't, you know, he like, he's basically another way of him saying, you know, he loves the concept of, you know, getting better in, in weight training, but at the same time, he doesn't want guys to, to overthink weight training. So, like, yep, Pre never did weights or core, but he just ran. So, yeah, I guess that's my best impression. One word I've kind of learned from 
you know, listen to Pat Tyson talk is like, does he say the word like swagger a lot? Like, oh, he's got like swagger. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. I think he's he's said that a few times. I would say uh-huh. he um, he always talks about how. Um, do you guys feel like he, the Washington recruits you guys have? Do you have like a Washington swagger? Like you know, these are you're with people you've raced with throughout high school and I. And I and I've talked to him. He he loves getting Washington recruits. Oh yeah, no, I think it's good. I mean, yeah, the Washington recruits. I think I would say we have a, a certain certain swagger that we we carry over and i think i think it's great because we i mean a lot of us sometimes like we raised each other in high school and and uh probably didn't know each other too well but i mean we're all we always kind of talk high school and kind of what that was like and i think uh guys like peter hogan colin mckecker and riley moore we're all super close now so i would say the washington washington athletes though we always kind of take ourselves above any any other state that brings athletes to our team. Hey man, we're all bummed out right now that we don't get to see you guys race this fall because I was really looking forward to seeing the Zags finally get to the NCAA championships. Uh, Yasin, appreciate your time coming on here. Um, I'll Thanks, see you around potentially on, on campus anyways. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, we'll catch up and uh, just have a great rest of your evening. And as always, go Zags. Go Zags. Hey, thank you guys. Go Zags. Thanks for having me. That was Yasin Germali, Camas High School legend. Now probably going to be a Gonzaga legend as well if he can get the Zags back to the NCAA championships. Kyle, another interesting guest we had, but I mean he's been through a lot. He's been through injuries. He's won a state championship. He's had the he's been he's had success, but he's also been through the downs. So what'd you take away from this meeting? Oh yeah, I mean, like you were saying, how important it was for him to have that P, like forty second PR as a freshman. To you know he was psyched about just getting to twenty minutes and then. He didn't even know what was coming being a state champion his senior year. So, you know, just keep showing up. Like he said, be consistent, put in the work, and don't be surprised when your dreams become reality if you can just keep that positive mindset and keep that hard work going. And, of course, he's got a great coach at Gonzaga and Pat Tyson who's won multiple, multiple state championships at Mead and Shorecrest and then had some great success running for the University of Oregon and also coaching and then running with the great and late Steve Prefontaine. May he rest in peace. That will wrap it up for our show today. For Kyle Paulson, I'm Keenan Gray. Thank you for tuning into the Rundown presented by the Vernon Washington. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we hope to have you back for us soon.